0: Good morning, and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. Happy New Year on this first day of 2024. I hope you had a good 2023, but I hope your 2024 will be even better. I think we all hope for that. We all wish for that. And as believers, this is a possibility for us. You know, without Christ, sometimes you just say the old man is decaying, and life is, is on a—sometimes it's on an upward tra- uh, tra- uh going uphill and other times going downhill. But with Christ, we can always realize that we're becoming more and more of what God is wanting us to be. I'd like to give you a little three-step practice that you can do, three-step exercise you can do that can help this year be better than last year. Of course, the new year is always a good time to begin and to think in these terms, but you can do this anytime. You can do this The beginning of a school year. You can do this the beginning of a month. You can do this on a birthday. You can do this on an anniversary. You can do this any day you want. And I think it's a good practice of how we can be better as Christians. Okay. Number one, step number one, I want to encourage you to reflect on the last year. Reflect on the last year. When you reflect on it, I want you to start by being grateful. What were, th- what were victories you had this past year? What are things you are glad for? What are things that you, you saw the hand of God in your life? Or you saw God moving in the life of someone you care about or in a circumstance that was difficult? This builds our faith. If we focus on the negative, our faith will just get into a downward spiral. Nothing good happens in the Christian life without faith. Faith. Without faith, you cannot please God. We read in in Hebrews 11, verse 6. Without faith, you cannot please God. And so one of the primary things as Christians we must be growing in is we must be growing in faith, a belief that God is there, that God sees us, God knows what's going on, God is bigger than our problems. If we're only looking at the problems and not at the Lord— We'll, get in, we'll make bad decisions. This is what happened when the children of Israel were about to enter the promised land. Uh, Joshua sent forth spies into the promised land, 12 spies. They came back, and they all saw there were giants in the land. And 10 of them said, we can't go in there. There's giants. Look at the problem. Look at the problem. And the other two said, wait a minute. God is bigger than the giants. God has given us a commandment. God gives us promises. And so they were. They said, let's go. Let's enter the promised land. But no, the 10 out, out, shall we say, persuaded the people more than the two. And they ended up wandering 40 years in the desert, in the wilderness, brothers and sisters. Start by reflecting on what God, on the victories God has given you. Start by being grateful. I would encourage you that today may be a good day, to just take half an hour or so and think through the year. Was there a victory in January? How about February, March, April? What what things happened in those months? As I think back in my, as an exercise I want to do, because as I think back through this year, uh, January seems like a long time ago. Last February, we were in Israel and it was peaceful. This year, we're not going to be able to go because of the war a lot changes in just a f- several months and it's good to remind ourselves get that bigger picture start by being grateful but the next question you want to ask is what do I wish would have could have been, could have been different was there something that disappointed me in 2023 somewhere where maybe I fell short I failed I I didn't accomplish what I would have wanted to Maybe if you, even if you transport yourself back to January 1st of 2023, where there's some hopes, aspirations, goals, desires you had, that you look back now and there wasn't progress made on them. I must admit there are things like that in my life, things that I really hoped to do in 2023 that didn't happen and could have made my life more fruitful, more productive for the Lord had I executed or implemented some of those things. And so you want to do this in prayer, by the way. uh, This is not meant to be an exercise in introspection and negativity. In Psalm 139, verse 23, uh, the, the psalmist says this. He says, "'Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxious thoughts, and see if there be any hurtful way in me, and lead me in the everlasting way.'" I think it's very easy for us to have self-assessment times in our life that become very negative. If you've grown up in a negative environment or a lot of negative talk into your life, or even remembering we have an adversary, the enemy, who wants to discourage us, and lots of times if we're simply thinking of the, these negative things, we get down, we get discouraged, we, we get bummed out. But if we ask God to search us, this is the key. We ask God to search us. His Holy Spirit can do this. His Holy Spirit won't bring upon us condemnation. The Holy Spirit brings upon us conviction, and there is a difference. Condemnation just wants to, to make us feel like we failed and there's no hope. Conviction says, you fell short, but here's what we need to do about it. Here's how we need to get on the right path. As scripture tells us in 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17, all scriptures inspired by God and profitable for what? Teaching, reproof, correction, and training in righteousness. The Holy Spirit will teach us, convict us, reprove us, and reprove us, convict us, and correct us. This conviction access at process is to reprove and correct correct and then be trained in righteousness so ask god to search you make this process of evaluating 2023 bathe it in prayer if you find yourself getting discouraged step back just a moment and and get back to the praise time and and the uh gratitude and ask god to be leading your time not just yourself getting down in the in the doldrums number two Define what you'd like 2024 to look like, or more specifically, this is a great, another great exercise. Define what you believe in your heart, in your mind, the perfect Christian would look like. Now, I think that it is important, as they say, if you, if you aim at nothing, you hit it every time, to know what you're aiming for. Now, our aim is to become like Jesus Christ, but that's pretty broad, so keep in mind, that's the goal. God is making us to be more and more like Jesus. And God sees that better than we do. But as best you can see it by faith, trying to find what does the perfect Christian look like? What would you look like if you were the perfect Christian with your gifts, in your situation, where you're living in the world, your age, your gender, your uh, all these different things, your station in life, what would you look like if you were the perfect Christian, okay, that might be a little bit different for you than for me because of our occupation, gender, age, all kinds of things, but try and figure it out. Now, most of it would be the same. A perfect Christian walks in love, walks in faith. They're filled with the spirit. They're in the power and the Holy Spirit. What a, what's a perfect Christian do? They They serve, they love, they get in the word of God. They're, they people prayer, they, they're generous, they give, uh, the, all these things write it out. Don't just assume that you understand that because I have found in my life and with others that when we put things down on paper or speak them with our mouth, that thoughts that in my mind were quite fuzzy and unclear become clear. And the more clear your goal, the more clear you know what you're aiming for, the more likely you are to hit it. If you're shooting at a, at a if you're shooting an arrow or a gun or something at a target, you're always told aim for the bullseye. You're never told uh, to uh, uh, you're never told to simply aim at the at that direction. you aim for the bullseye, right? And so what we want to do is be aiming for the bull'seye and knowing exactly what we're aiming for. Define it. write it out. But then I want to encourage you, to choose maybe one or two things you really want to focus on. And then I, which leads to the third step, focus not so much on the goal, but the practice, the practice that will get you there. We see this in, in other things. For instance, if you want to, uh, some people set a goal like to lose weight and they get to their, that weight and then they, then they, they've reached their goal and they start eating different and acting different and they put the weight right back on. What's the better thing to do? Set a goal like to eat healthy or exercise healthy or have a healthy lifestyle. If you do that, your weight gets to where it ought to be in time. It doesn't hurt to have a goal, but if you don't have the practices, you'll just slip right back into what you used to be. Financially, some people say, you know, my goal is to make so much money. Well, that's far better in my opinion. There's nothing wrong with the goals, but in my opinion, Focus on the practices of spending or or earning or maybe whatever you have to do to get to where you'd like to be. Don't just focus on the goal, focus on the practice. Likewise with a Christian. You might say, I want to know the Bible better. Well, what's the practice? Get in the Word of God every day. Come here every day. Join us in the Word every day. You might say, You want to uh, uh, be more a person of faith. Well, okay, what's the practice? Meditate on faith verses. Maybe read some some books of great people of faith, things of this nature. You focus on the changes in who you are because those will continue to be in place after your goal, uh, after you reach your goal. And so this is important, okay? So... So we, uh, we want to, I just got a text from someone who's regularly on here, probably on here. So I just thought I'd check it out and see if something that, uh, an emergency or something. But anyway, focus on the practice. I want to encourage you today to have the practices that will make you a man or woman of God. The practices, getting in the word, spending time with God, being in church being faithful and giving uh, uh, and with your money and so forth, being faithful to speak up and share the Word or, or have some ways you can initiate conversations with others about Christ, learning to be grateful, learning to be encourage others. These are practices that if you do these things, you'll be the person God wants you to be. You'll become the person that Christ is forming you to be. Our, our behaviors form who we become. Our Decisions become practices and habits, and habits form character, and character defines who we are. So as you set certain goals, focus on what you want to do based on who you want to be. You want to be like Christ. You want to have the character of Christ. What behaviors do you need to focus on to build into your life? One, of course, I share with you. If you're new here today, we get in the Word of God every day. I can't think of any that are more important. Can I there was a <clears throat> there was a tweet that I'd like to read that I shared at our uh, conference. and and this was um, uh, a lot of people were struck by this. i I'm on Twitter. And I follow people on Twitter who are helpful to learn from, and there are some people on Twitter who are, you know, it's just a waste of time, just like all social media, and others that it's quite good. Can I read to you a story of a guy who made some dramatic changes? And at the end, he says, you may not make these changes as dramatically as I have, but a lot of us can learn something from this fellow. His name's Tyler Totts, T-O-D-T. Somehow he showed up in my Twitter feed. I follow lots of times I follow people who are believers and have positive things they can share. Here's what you'll read. This will be about two minutes. I think you'll really benefit. This might be the thing a lot of people remember from Faith Walkers as much as anything. Here's what he wrote. Fifty months ago, my family canceled Hulu, Netflix, HBO Go, Cable TV, and deleted all news apps. We unplugged from what society told us was important and and focused only on what was actually important to us. What does that? Faith, family, fitness, finances, and friendships. And that's what mattered to them. And I, I how true this is. The world's going to tell you certain things are important and get you worked up and emotional about it. You've got to decide what you believe is important, and that's based on what God tells us is important. I like those five Fs, faith, family, Fitness, finances, friendships. Here's our results. Our family saved $130 a month by canceling these services. Fifty months ago, we got paid two ways each, my salary and my wife's salary. Last month, we got paid 18 ways. With the extra time and endless resources available to us, and we, we learned uh, and what we learned about how to create other streams of income. Secondly, I fired my corporate job three years ago and work only on things I love with people I love. Turns out it's a hundred times more fulfilling, learning and working on things you feel passionate about, about rather than mindlessly zoning out every night. Our passive income now covers seventy-five percent of our monthly expenses. Two, I'm in the best shape of my life. At age forty, we have young kids. And I'm a hands-on dad, but without obsessing over sports, watching Netflix nightly, and being programmed by the news, I, cre- I create time every day to work out, walk, and stay active. Health is the real wealth. I recently completed five Mers, which you'll have to look that up. What it's a—that's a, it's a uh, exercise challenge in a day, and did a hundred thousand steps in one day. I try and get in my ten thousand steps. He got a hundred thousand one day. Wow. The best thing is, my kids have followed suit. They don't see dad sitting around and zoning out to TV. They think it's normal to be active, healthy, outside, and playing. All parents must take this role seriously. Three, my marriage and my family life are on fire. My wife and I used to connect, in quotes, by watching a show, playing on our phones, or sitting in silence every night. Now we take walks, bike rides, read, and learn together, connect, and talk about our dreams and future. We get up off our devices, and um, uh, I'm going to skip here. Uh, we, excuse me. We had a family come visit us a while back. Their kids asked without TV, what do you do? It's a good question. If you're not watching TV, what do you do? Here's their answer. Soccer, puzzles, wrestle, build forts, relay races, family walks, board games, explore parks, dance parties, sidewalk chalk, squirt gun battles, play outside every day. In other words, we live. Four, my faith has exploded. I replace Netflix with watching and listening to three or four sermons a week. I read the Bible every day. I was a lukewarm Christian before this, I could have told you all about the Cardinals draft picks and argued why Jordan is better than LeBron, but I was never still. I was busy with a show, reading propaganda news or sports. I never listened for God. I never carved out time to intentionally seek and grow my faith. I went to church. I gave God an hour a week. I gave shows and sports 30 hours. I've witnessed many miracles now. Number five. I'm in the, uh, if I'm honest, I've lost or grown apart from some friends since this drastic switch. I know even now some will read this and be defensive and decide I'm an idiot and they aren't going to entertain this. But the relationships I have grown, the relationships I have, have grown so much deeper. Instead of just small talk about sports or shows, my friends and I talk about growing as leaders, creating income streams being better dads and husbands, how our souls and eternal lens are. It's a better life. It really is a better life. Please understand, he says, I'm not saying this extreme approach has worked for everybody. It just worked for me and my family. I was on the verge of divorce six years ago. I was a lazy, low energy, stuck in a job. I, I didn't like my dad bod. I was a passenger in life. I knew I wasn't living how I could live. I was just existing. So, I'm going to end there. He goes on, continues a little longer. You can probably look it up and find it on Twitter yourself. But let's us be like that. Let's us take charge in life. Let's us make decisions and have practices. What are the things stealing your time? What are the things wasting your life? What are the things that are taking you away from being the person Jesus created you to be? You got to make choices got to make decisions and as we do this can be a better year this can be a better year god you you work with god cooperate with the holy spirit to make you more and more like christ more fruitful for the lord more godly for the lord okay father in heaven we pray that you would help us to make the courageous decisions that would make us more and more like jesus help us to be to discipline ourselves To build the practices into our life that will cause us to be and to accomplish the fruitfulness that you have called for each one of us. Help us to know what the ideal Christian looks like in each of our cases, in our station in life. What does it look like to be the man or woman of God you want me to be? You want us to be, and help us, Lord, to make great progress in that this month and this year, we pray. In Jesus' holy name, we pray. And bless you. Amen, amen, and amen. Well, that's convicting to me. I've read that tweet like about five times now, and I may convict you, it convicts me. Pray there'll be good changes in my life. I pray 2024 is going to be the best year ever. I believe there's opportunity. Let's be honest, this could be a tough year. Here in America, we've got a contentious election coming up. There's going to be a lot of division. There's going to be a lot of emotion. There's going to be a lot of who knows what in this coming year. It could be a wild year. Let you and I be the people God wants us to be. There's some things you can't control, others you can. Where you've got control of it under the power of the Holy Spirit, be the person God created you to be. Amen. Thanks for joining me. I hope you will join me all year, every day. I'll be here, Lord willing, every day in 2024. I hope you can join me as many of them as is possible. Subscribe to the channel, uh, like the video, share with your friends. Let's make commitments, stick to them, and make 2024 an awesome year. Amen? God bless you, I love you, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.